Relationships are a reflection of our relationship with ourself. The way we feel in our relationships are a reflection of the way we feel in the relationship with ourselves. Many self-help gurus and spiritual teachers have taught their disciples this, and then proceeded to lead them on the path of taking personal responsibility for their life and their relationships. But then they usually take it one step further, and they guide their disciples or people they're teaching into a space of self-sufficiency and independence. What they tell them is that everything you need, you must provide for yourself. This expert advice tells you that happiness and love should come from within and should never be dependent upon what anyone else does or does not do. It tells you that your well-being is not anyone else's responsibility, it's your responsibility. It tells you that every person needs to look after himself or herself and that we need to learn to distance ourselves emotionally from others so that we can remain undisturbed by other people. This modality teaches us that if we can't keep an even keel, remaining emotionally detached from them, and be completely independently happy, something is wrong with us and we are enmeshed with others or codependent. All forms of dependency are seen as deficiency. Need for other people is seen as an addiction to other people. Following this traditional model, one begins to build a model of the world that is, for lack of a better word, lonely. We begin to feel as if we are in this life alone and like it's inappropriate to ask others for what we want to need. We begin to believe that it is wrong to rely on other people or depend on them in any way. We are told that if we need other people, it's codependency. From a biological perspective, dependency is not a preference, it's a fact. Putting the fact that we depend on the earth and its resources for our survival aside, let's take a look at the biology of relationships. When we become attached to someone, the two of us now form one physiological unit. In truth, we have this relationship with all that is. But it is now proven that our partner is able to regulate our heart rates, breathing, and the level of hormones in our blood. Our partner's availability and proximity to us influences our stress response. Our sense of differentiation is reduced, even on a biological level, when we develop a relationship with them. This reduction of differentiation is the reflection of the fact that when we are in a relationship, we come closer to understanding and experiencing oneness. We also have the psychological phenomena called the dependency paradox, which is that when we have someone to depend on, we paradoxically become more independent. You can see this highlighted through children. If we have a small toddler who's formed an attachment with a primary caregiver, and you set them down in the room, what you'll notice is the child begins crawling around and exploring the new environment. They're picking up toys. They're basically taking independent steps in that new environment. When their primary caregiver leaves that environment and closes the door, the child ceases its independent exploration and now becomes distressed. They'll start crying. They start yelling for mommy and they're seeking to reattach to that attachment figure. When the mother, or the primary caregiver, steps back into the room, what you'll notice is the child, after a brief phase 
of reconnecting with the parent goes back to its initial phase of exploration and of wandering through the environment with a relative degree of independence. So what we find is that in adult relationships we're no different. Our ability to move out into the world in a self-sufficient manner often stems from knowing that we have someone backing us up or standing beside us that we can count on. If we feel secure that we can rely on the person or people that we're attached to, we're able to take risks, be more creative, and pursue our goals. The self-help community and the spiritual community is littered with people whose needs were not met by their primary caregivers or successive relationships in their life. Take a look at the word self-help. One does not turn to themselves for help unless they have no one else to turn to. And one turns to spirituality for solace when that solace is not being provided for them by the physical dimension or by the people in their physical reality. These people already operate under the unhealthy belief that their needs cannot be met by others because they have never known a day when their needs were met by others. They have to grow up in an atmosphere of survival. And they have figured out that the only way to survive was to disconnect from others, turn inward, and become completely self-reliant for everything. This is a problem when they still desperately crave intimate connection and symbiosis with others. They convince themselves not to want what they want and to ultimately avoid what they want. We make a major mistake when we look at independent people. We think that they completely trust themselves, but this is not the truth. There's a big difference between distrusting others and trusting the self. It's very easy for people who have been forced into a position of self-sufficiency to use spiritual truths, to bypass their original pain and original grief, to justify their now compulsion to avoid attaching to other people and to avoid depending on other people. This belief blinds them to the truth of interdependence and it prevents them from seeing the bigger picture. A bigger picture where the universe is trying to provide us with the opportunity to heal our relationship with ourselves by mirroring the pain contained within our relationship with ourselves through our relationship with others, instead of trying to push us into a state of independent self-sufficiency. It's also very easy for people who are convinced early that they could not trust or rely on themselves to use spiritual truths like interdependence and like oneness to justify turning their life over to other people and becoming completely powerlessly dependent on others. They, having abandoned themselves over the course of their lives, are constantly looking for someone to heal the internal loneliness and grief that they feel and adopt them. They too have grown up in an atmosphere of survival. They have figured out that the only way to survive is to completely hook into others and to become completely reliant on others for everything. This is a problem when they still crave an intimate connection with themselves and still crave an empowered state where they can trust themselves. This is a problem when they continue to abandon and avoid themselves when they look for someone else to be there for them. The universe will continuously mirror your relationship with yourself. It will mirror your resistance to yourself by continually turning you back towards yourself. If we distrust ourselves, or if we can't rely on ourselves, the universe will continually put us in situations where that is mirrored through us not being able to rely on other people or trust other people. We will be forced to reintegrate ourselves. We will be forced to reestablish a connection with ourselves. We will be forced to find out we can trust ourselves and can rely on ourselves because the universe will put us in situations where that's really our only option is to figure out that we can. 
We misinterpret this mirroring to mean that the universe is telling us that we cannot rely on others and that it is inappropriate to get our needs met through others. It makes us believe in independence instead of in self-trust. Independence is a hardened state that is closed to others. Self-trust is a soft state that is open to the self. Independence is a state of resistance to others and resisting the relationship with others. Self-trust is a state of allowing of the self and allowing the relationship with the self. It is not wrong to get your needs met by other people, but when you are in resistance to yourself, that will mirror throughout your physical experience. The universe will seem to push you towards self-sufficiency and towards being alone with yourself. It is trying to help you heal by mirroring that you can't trust others, only because it wants you to understand that you can re-establish the relationship with yourself and meet your needs. It's trying to put you in the position where you are completely with yourself and with the way you feel, where you release resistance to yourself, where you're there for yourself in your grief, anger, or fear, where you feel empowered in and of yourself, and where you begin to trust yourself. If you don't trust yourself, you will continually try to get other people to take responsibility for you. You will continually try to get them to take the place of the void that is present within you, the void where you abandoned yourself. But because of this resistance, which is really focused upon your inability to really rely on yourself and trust yourself, you cannot be a match to people who can take that space and take responsibility for you. All you will manifest is people you can't trust and rely on. This forces you to heal the relationship with yourself. But think about it this way. If you were resistant to yourself and running from yourself and trying to avoid yourself and trying to find other people to take responsibility for yourself, that would be an unhealed state. And if you were capable of finding somebody who could take responsibility for you, that would mean that you would remain potentially unhealed forever. The other person would exist as nothing more than symptom suppression. They would take the place of self-integration. You would remain a fractured individual. You would remain in a space where you had abandoned yourself. You would be divided from yourself. You could not trust yourself. It does not suit the universe for you to stay in this type of attitude, which is the exact opposite of the integrated healed self. If you continually try to get other people to take responsibility for you, especially by asking them to make you feel better, you are perpetuating a state of powerless dependence, self-avoidance, and self-distrust. The universe doesn't hate you. You are not alone, and the universe is not telling you that you can't depend on other people or other things. The universe is merely trying to put you in a position where you can learn that you can trust yourself. Be completely present with yourself and depend on yourself. It is trying to help you heal your relationship with yourself by leading you towards a relationship with yourself that is good. To do this, it must lead you away from your current pattern of avoiding yourself by powerlessly depending on others. It is trying to lead you into self-trust and empowered symbiosis. When it seems like the message the universe keeps giving you is that you can only rely on yourself and you can only be the one to meet your own needs and that you can't rely on other people, which feels like you're alone and like the weight of the world is on your shoulders alone, remind yourself that this is not the universe's message. The universe is not trying to get you to believe that you can't depend on other people. It's trying to get you to understand that you can depend on yourself. 
From there, begin to take more of a proactive role in your life. This is what most people in society call taking responsibility for yourself. Don't do this because you are your burden to bear. Do this because you would live a more joyous life if you were able to know that you could provide for your needs, if you were able to know that you could trust yourself. Instead of using other people to feel better, take the time to sit with your emotions, to truly be with how you feel. Sit in and of those emotions without having to change them. Don't require them to be different. This is the process of really being with yourself. If you examine human behavior, most of us are all trying to escape emotions. That's why we go to that movie. That's why we watch that porn channel. That's why we smoke a cigarette. We want to avoid an emotion. But when you're trying to avoid an emotion, you are in essence avoiding yourself. What you need to do is the exact opposite. Show yourself that you're not going to abandon yourself by completely being in and of and with that emotion. Your emotions are valuable. They always have something important to convey. If you avoid your emotions, you avoid the truth of yourself. Taking a proactive role in yourself, what we may call taking responsibility for yourself, in this way, is only meant to reunite and reintegrate you with yourself. It is only meant to provide proof that you can trust yourself. It is not meant to reinforce the belief that you are in it alone and can only rely on yourself. It is difficult for people to remove their own pain, negative beliefs, and fears from the perspective which they share with the world. Sometimes a group of people who have had similar experiences, who share the same kind of painful perspectives, gather together and propagate an idea or a perspective that does not serve the world as much as it hurts it. This is the case so far with the spiritual and self-help community and this particular belief that you must be completely self-sufficient and powerfully independent. It comes from a place of pain, not from a place of freedom. It is not the kind of thing we want to do in this reality, in an interdependent universe, to guide people into self-sufficiency and independence, which is a complete illusion. We seek instead to empower them by bringing them into the beauty of symbiosis, by empowered symbiosis, and by self-trust. When we feel as if we need other people to meet our needs because we can't meet our own needs, that means we want to escape ourselves and we do not trust ourselves. So it is healthy to learn to reunite with ourselves and to take responsibility for ourselves and thus learn that we can meet our needs. When we hate ourselves and resist ourselves, it is healthy to learn to give love to ourselves. When we are powerless in our dependence on others, it is healthy and empowering to learn that we can be self-sufficient and depend on ourselves. But this has nothing to do with other people. It has nothing to do with whether we can or can't rely on them to meet our needs. And if we have the tendency to avoid intimate relationships with others and resist interdependence with others, it is healthy to learn that you can depend on others. It is healthy to learn to ask others for what we need and learn that other people can meet our needs if we let them. When we distrust ourselves and resist others, it is healthy to learn to trust others and allow others into our hearts and our lives. It is healthy and empowering to learn that you can depend on other people and develop symbiotic relationships with them without disempowering yourself. The sweet spot of health in this universe rests squarely between two seemingly opposing truths. We live in an interdependent universe where all of our needs come to us through other people. 
But because this is an interdependent universe that is all one, the other people that our needs come to us through are ultimately us. We are merely fragments of the same whole. So the question remains, are you really depending on other people to meet your needs? Or by depending on other people to meet your needs, are you ultimately depending on yourself to meet your needs? We are not powerless to people and things. As creators, we attract these people and things into our lives in the first place. Our relationship with them is a reflection of our relationship with ourselves, and so we can ultimately trust and rely on ourselves. We are at our healthiest when we have a loving and trusting relationship with ourselves. We are at our best when we are fully integrated with ourselves. We are at our best when our self-love and self-trust enables us to feel empowered because we trust ourselves to create a reality where our loving relationship with ourselves reflects out into this universe as loving relationships with people who are dependable, trustworthy, and whom can develop symbiotic, empowered relationships with us. Have a good week.